to another episode of Rugby with Pads. Today, we're going to be taking a quick look at some rules to live by for in-season. So we've, we've done a lot of draft prep and fancy 101 of, of just learning things in general for beginners and intermediates among you, but we haven't really talked about how to work your team in season. Now, you've, you've probably gone through your drafts already. You've probably done all that kind of stuff. That's really exciting, but that is only part of winning it, and it's probably the part we front load so much on, but it's probably the least important part of managing a fancy team. So... What I want to do is is going from the bare minimum, making a legal lineup to really being competitive and, and giving you top 10 tips that I've learned along the way to really uh, to see you through. And we'll start off with point number one. Don't burn your waiver wire priority unless you really need to. Now, waiver wire priority is, is an interesting concept because what happens is whenever you pick up a player, you go to the back of the queue. So if you're at the front of the queue, you have priority. So let's say, uh, for instance, Bijan Robinson is on the waiver wire. No one's picked him up or someone's dropped him out of a fit of rage or something like that. If you are at the front of the queue, you have priority. So you could pick him up before anyone else can. You know, waivers are run typically once a week, normally on a Wednesday or a Thursday, and, and you will have priority to do that. Now, you want to keep that waiver priority as much as you can because... Ultimately, when those big players do come up or there is a breakout or an injury, you want to be able to react the quickest. When you spend that waiver priority, when you actually make a waiver pick, you end up going to the back of the queue. Now, I am really bad at this because I make lots of waiver transactions and probably too many. Uh, and some of those transactions I could probably make in free agency. Now, free agency is when you can pick up players willy-nilly and just make a, a change to your lineup. That's normally done between Thursday and Sunday um, before the games start. You know, and the the example I'm thinking of here is how much is that kicker that you're picking up and you, burning away wire priority really going to, you know, give you over, say, blocking an opponent, getting a running back there desperately because of injury. You could look to free agency for those those kickers, really, because they're going to be plenty because no one's really going after, no one really needs Riley Patterson. Um, and I'm using that example because I know um, uh, Dan, who's been on the show uh, recently, has burnt his priority over Riley Patterson recently, but you know, it is what it is. You could instead retain that priority for the next week, get uh, get something in free agency that might not be quite as good as you wanted, but you make sure you know how it works and make sure you understand how your league works because sometimes they reset every week, sometimes they're rolling for the rest of time. So um, if they're reset every week, sometimes if you're at the bottom of the pile anyway, you're going to get given waiver what priority anyway already because you're doing the worst and that's how it's normally calculated at the start but my advice is don't burn it unless you need to so make waiver picks that are going to benefit your team um and make sure you understand the consequences of doing so it's a it's a weird one but what i would say is if you've got any questions around that hit me up on twitter or or, or instagram more than happy to give you uh, situational examples as well Number two is don't just go by the projected numbers in the app. They're rubbish. Case in point, I have a week one game against um, Alex, who I had a week one game against her last year as well. And uh, I, I was narrowly um, predicted to lose last year. I, I won handily um, this year. I am looking to lose by 10, 15 points, according to the computer. But the projections are awful. This is a league where <laughs> I was predicted to go 0-14 and 
but still have an 11% chance of winning the title. Go figure. There's 10 people in the league, so I've got a more than bet. I've got a better than better than average chance to win the title. Oh, that's weird. Anyway, I have B. John Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, and Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz is rated lower on this app than Tyler Higby. Okay. Bijan Robinson is rated lower than Mixon and uh, Chubb and yeah, they get those guys, but he's even low, rated lower than Cam Akers and Connor. Jameer Gibbs has been given 4.2 points. This is a half PPR. He's going to be scoring 10 plus. You know, they're not expecting him to do anything. They're seeing him as a number three. Um, <laughs> they're projecting David Montgomery to score three times as many points. It's weird. DeAndre Hopkins isn't being seen as a number one target. Uh, Devontae Adams, when was the last time he just scored 12 in an opener? Yeah, this is this is weird. Bijan will have the the volume to put him over. Jameer Gab Gibbs is the number one. D Hobbs is the number one, and Burks might even be out for this game. Adams is a benefit, you know, from the huge vacated targets from Waller and rookies lean on the tight end. So Schultz should have a monster game as well. You can't just take the points as they're given because most of the time they're wrong and fun enough I did, I did some exploring here last year on the nfl fantasy app predictions were wrong as in the lineup predictions uh, were wrong 55 percent of the time so it's worse than a coin flip <laughs> know your set players know your situation and set your lineups accordingly and don't just think that i've got a lower predicted i'm gonna lose i'll, I'll have to you know i'm gonna replace this guy for this guy just to boost my score it doesn't matter projections are projections what happens is actually what happens what matters is what happens on the field and what actually gives you points number three is if you're going to do any research at all make sure you just know your players yeah and the guys throwing to them as well so make sure you know your players and the qbs that's, that's as much a bit as really you, you don't have to do a huge amount of research um if, if you're interested in picking a player do a little bit of research on them but you'll get guided by but by me if you listen to this as well but know who your players are so you know who to play week in week out and uh know their situations know their tendencies know their quarterbacks that's really interesting you know it, what that means is let's say you've got in a normal league you've got two running backs two or three wide receivers a flex and a tight end so that's seven eight players let's say let's say they're all on different teams plus your QB, you need to know another eight, nine players. You only really need to know between 15 and 20, 25 players about what, what's happening with them. I think that's pretty easy to do. And if you know anyone playing football, as in soccer, for any of you Americans listening as well, um, you, you know more players than that, even if you don't follow football. So you will get to learn way more than those players. And, you know, just... You know, what I would recommend is also follow them on Instagram, do things like that. It, it's quite interesting and you, you buy into them more as well. But uh, yeah, I, I would say as a minimum, just, just understand that, those guys. And in the, same, in the same breath, you kind of play your own game. You know, <laughs> it's an individual game, this really. Uh, there are opportunities, obviously, to get into your opponent's head and that's you know, a really interesting part of the game, doing the, uh, the mind games thing. But, you know... Uh, there are opportunities to, to do that and, and like playing the star receiver for their star QB or playing a defense that you think your QB is going to throw receptions or get sacked by, but just play to get as many points as you can because you might find opportunities crop up to, to get in your head and that's, that's really fun. But sometimes they, they don't really kind of like jump out at you and uh, you just need to do what you've got to do really. Point number five is don't drop your players without a plan. Now, um, I'm going to pick on someone who hopefully is listening to this. Uh, Mike in uh, our League of Collusory Gentlemen 
drafted Alvin Kamara. Fine. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, he then went and picked up Donovan Peoples-Jones. He then dropped Donovan Peoples-Jones for Trey Palmer. Now, he tried to get back Alvin Kamara after realising the mistake he'd made and that he couldn't put him on IR because he's a suspended player and this league didn't have that. They just thought, oh, I can't play in week one. I'm just going to have to find someone else. In the end, I ended up picking Alvin Kamara up because I, I, I didn't burn my waiver priority by picking up people left, right and centre. And that goes back to that point one. And I was able to pick up Kamara and I am currently trying to shape him into a, uh, a mega trade involving Kelsey. We'll, we'll see in the next episode um, if I manage to do that as well. And um, yeah, in the same, same mindset as well, waivers are really important to keep an eye on them, but don't let them ruin your team. I mean, for, for example, if week five is going to suck for a team, but you're trading away you know, two wide receivers for one week, to dropping them because of a bye week, for example, um, you know, you're going to have to just suck it up for a week, I think. I think you, you are going to, maybe this message should be, don't let waivers and setting the lineup perfectly ruin your team. So, so my, my team, this, this is an interesting team. This is my um, zombie league team. And I know it's going to suffer in week five. That's why I've used this week five examples. I've got Mahomes. He's got, uh, right. The, the lineup is Mahomes, Sanders, Herbert. I don't like Sanders and Herbert. But Metcalf, Allen, Godwin. Andrews, Laporta, Deontay Johnson, Jahan Dotson, K. Dotton. Four of those players, so my three starting wide receivers and K. Dotton are going to have a bad time. Now, in this league, um, it is going to matter if I if I have to go there. I'm going to probably slowly waver away or try and trade some of those players over the next couple of weeks if they do well and stuff like that to make sure I'm in a better position for week five. But what I'm not going to do is just rage drop them and pick up some bum just for a, a seat. I would rather keep them and risk the chance of becoming a zombie, you know, than than you know than losing a very high draft capital assets. And I think the thing to bear in mind is if your team is struggling, in all redraft, it's probably easier to take this piece of advice as well. If your team is struggling, let it struggle because there will be others in a worse state than you further down the line. If you're struggling in a bye week, buy big Eden, etc., um, then don't worry too much. But you know what? A lot of these are, feel like contradictory statements, but I'm also going to say, number seven, don't let draft capital force you to playing someone. Just because you pick someone up in the second round doesn't mean you have to do it. Let's say you drafted Bijan Robinson in the first, but you know, the hype doesn't fly. And his replacement, Tyler Algier, is available on waivers for basically free. Maybe he's getting twice as many touches, but you're, call you're calling your number one pick a failure. Don't worry about it. Reload. Someone might want to trade you pennies for him, but you don't. You might have to just retool to win. You know, the draft is not where you'll win your league. It gives you an opportunity to put yourself in a position to win your league, but the long season play is where you're going to do it. And I have drafted away, oh, sorry, or you know, sold away keepers in leagues. I've sold away um, third, fourth first round picks in leagues as well just to give myself a chance to retool because you know what you don't want to do is cling on to be that that Bijan Robinson type player it's probably not going to be Bijan Robinson I really hope it's not just for the sake of saying well I dropped him in my first round and you played him every week out of loyalty or honor or something like that it's not honest numbers game at the end of the day Number eight, same thing kind of yeah you know, or an extension of that don't be afraid to retool and use your league mates to do so 
uh, yeah, we draft before the season starts. You'll find out in the coming things weeks we know nothing. Um, next week, my theme for uh, my, my theme players on Thursday is going to be we know nothing or what do we know now? Um, trading with multiple partners, as, as much as you might be suffering, they will be too. So, you know, there is opportunity. Always keep that league dialogue open. Um, if your commissioner hasn't already set it up, a WhatsApp group, Discord, um, if, the, if the app itself doesn't have a really good trading, you know, a talking channel, that's what you can take advantage of and, and you know, just open up the lines of dialogue to your peers. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And also it gives you a bit more insight into the discourse. You, you naturally pick more stuff up from people, what people's tendencies are and uh, what they'd be willing to give you up if you want to win a trade. I, I never see you know, winning a trade. I'm a bit more calmer than that, a bit more fairly balanced. Anyway, remember your goal is number nine. The hardest thing to do in fantasy football is actually making the playoffs. Once you've done that, it's a different game entirely, but we'll get to that later on in the season. Your job after drafting it in this part of the season for the next 14 plus weeks is getting to the playoffs. So I always keep a bit of a tally. I, I kind of work out, right, how many games do I need to win to get into the playoffs? Once I'm in the playoffs, I can relax because then I can start retooling my players and work out who I need for week 15. And we'll, we'll do that when it comes to about week 12, because that might be where you're, you're starting thinking about that. But um, yeah, that, that's, that's a really, really, really key point. Just know what you need to do to get into the playoffs, because that is the hardest part of this game. And finally, number point number 10 is move your Thursday players and your Friday ones, if, if you've got one of those weird weekends, out of your flex spot. I, I don't know how many times I've got to explain this. I was playing in Fancy 101, 102. I think I said at the start of this this, uh, this session as well. But your Thursday players are not going to give you any flexibility. You know, they, they are stuck. And if you, let's say, have an injury um, and you need to pivot and you've got someone stuck in your flex spot and you can't pivot away to a running back and you've got to pick a wide receiver and you can't fit and you end up having an illegal lineup, that's not really good. It's not much of an admin job put them in your normal spot. So if you've got a tight end, put them in a tight end spot on Thursday. If you've got a wide receiver, put them in a wide receiver spot because you would get more flexibility out of your flex spots. Flex spots don't score more or less. You don't get multipliers from them. So what's the point in not giving yourself flexibility for the weekend and making sure that you, uh, you have those in your arsenal? So there you go, 10 points. Let's run through them again quickly. Don't burn your waiver wire unless you, unless you need to, as in like use it for an important player. Don't just go by the numbers on the app. The, the computer does not know more than you. You know your team. If you're going to do any research at all, know your players and know who are, that you're, who are throwing to those players. Play your own game. That's, that's all I say. You know, don't try and, you know, try and play mind games unless you're, you think you're really going to have an effect on someone. Don't drop players without a plan you know, because someone will have a plan for them. Waivers are important, but don't let them ruin your team, especially when bye weeks happen as well. And don't let draft capital force you to play someone. Number eight, don't be afraid to retool and use other people in your league. So, you know, open those lines of communication. Maybe that's real, real thing here. Um, and remember your goal is just to get to the playoffs. And finally, 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 cannot pull this you know, home, home far enough. Take your Thursday players of your flex spot you will get a notification every week from me to do so so just make sure you do it right that's it for now um i've recorded quite a lot of content today so probably gonna take a rest and uh, you'll be taken up to thursday hopefully 
if you've liked this, you know, follow me on Instagram, um, Twitter, all of the socials at Rugby with Pads. It's on YouTube. It's on all of your Spotify, etc. You know, like, follow, subscribe, all of that fun stuff. You can support the pod, rugbywithpads.com, or you can go straight to our store, store.rugbywithpads.com. That takes you to our Etsy if you'd like to, uh, you know, support and buy some merch. With that said, you'll hear from me maybe over the weekend. I might might release another pod over the weekend. We'll have to see how that goes. But if not, I will see you on Monday for hopefully what is for you a victory Monday, unless you're playing against me. Alex, I'm talking to you there. Um, and Dan, I'm in a lot of leagues. Yeah, Alex, Alex and Dan, oh, I hope you listen to the pod. I'm talking to you guys. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you got this far, really appreciate it. You're going to be doing some more of this type of shorter form content for you guys uh, to, to absorb over the next coming weeks. So um, yeah, less essays and, and deep dives. But thank you again, as always, and I will see you all on the virtual gridiron.